Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Does age really matter in dating and love? People have strong opinions about age, let me tell you. Too young, too old. But what do you think when you see a woman with a much younger man or a man with a much younger woman? Listen to this hot topic and share your thoughts. I am really excited to talk tonight about a pretty hot and salacious topic, which is age. People have really strong opinions about age when it comes to dating. And you'd be surprised. You know, some people have really strong opinions on one end of the spectrum that age is just a number. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Like love is whatever it is with whoever it is. And then there's people on the other end of the spectrum who feel really uncomfortable about dating someone that's too old for them or dating someone that they consider to be too young for them. So I'm going to bust some of those myths. We're going to go deep into this topic tonight. I might offend you, but that's okay. I'm just going to share my thoughts on this and why dating tends to get stuck on this issue of age and why the dating apps are making it worse. So it's so much worse now with the dating apps because, you know, you put your age on there and there's filters and people decide what age range they want to see and Lots of people on there maybe aren't truthful about their age. So we're going to dive into all of those details. So I have a few questions for you, though, before we get into that. And the first one is, I'm curious if you've ever fidged or fudged a little bit on your age when you were dating. So go ahead and you can put like a thumbs up or a heart if you've ever maybe adjusted your age by a titch online dating. And there's no judgment with that. So I'm just curious. And I'm also curious, like, what's the age range that you tend to date in? And what's the age range, like the biggest age age range that you've that you've had? I dated someone when I was 29 who is in his early to mid 40s. I think he was 43. So that was like a 14 year age range. Um, We didn't date for very long. We only had a few dates, but it was interesting experience. And then there was a time period where I was also dating a lot of guys. Well, not a lot, but I was dating men or I was tending to meet men who were younger than me by a few years. Um, The youngest that I've ever dated younger than me, I think is just maybe three or four years I'd have to think about that a little bit more, but that's been my experience. Uh, I have clients who have dated a huge age range. It just, you know, it just depends. I have clients who've dated people who are 20 years older than them and clients who've dated people who are 15 years younger than them. So there is a massive, you know, variance in what people have experienced. And thank you, Sarah, for chiming in. She says, no, I haven't. The largest age gap I've dated is 21 years. Maria says 14 years. So yeah, those are some pretty big age gaps. And I think it's really fascinating because again, people have pretty strong opinions one way or the other. And it's interesting though, how, you know, in modern times, like you can't really tell how old someone is. So if you're not meeting someone on the apps, if you're just meeting someone, you know, out and about at a meetup event or at a friend's party or, you know, traditionally at a bar, although I don't really recommend people meet people at a bar, it's just not the best place to go to meet someone and have a great heartfelt conversation. Uh, Most of the time you can't really tell because let's face it, there are a lot of you watching who are in your forties, fifties and sixties and you're smoking hot. Like you totally take care of your body, you have a deep spiritual practice, you're in touch with your feminine energy, you feel sexy and sensual. 
And if you were to just meet someone on the street, they probably would never guess your age. They might think that you're in your late uh, late 30s instead of in your 50s. Or they might think that you are in your 40s and you're actually 60. So the cool thing is that because we have so many opportunities to take really good care of ourselves, and I think women are way better at this than men are, I think women are so good uh, if they put intention into it at taking care of themselves that a lot of times people don't know your age. I'm 38, almost 39 or 38 and a half. And um, a lot of times people think that I'm in my early 30s or I'm in my late 20s and obviously I'm not. (laughs) So I just want that to keep going. And, you know, age is not to me that relevant. To me, what's what's important is experience and maturity. Now, this applies as a general theory, but I also believe that this applies with dating with some caveats. So when I was dating and what I recommend to my clients is that you look for a partner who has life experiences and personal values including integrity that are really important to you and that align with yours. So when I was dating, I would much rather date someone who was a few few years younger than me, but who had really strong character than someone who was 15 years older than me and just wanted to party all the time. I remember when I was dating the guy in his mid forties, when I was only 29, uh, he had a really good heart, but a lot of his friends that he hung out with were just big partiers. They talked about money all the time. Nothing wrong with partying and money. Hello. (laughs) But um, I didn't really feel that connected to his tribe and his community. Now, on the other hand, I've dated guys who are younger than me who've gone through like pretty intense life circumstances and have deep wisdom and integrity and character. So to me, age is less important than experience and maturity and character. Like those values are what's going to create a sustainable partnership long-term. But there are things to watch out for. So if a man is way older than you and you're not feeling a sense of connection, there's just too much of a gap where you don't necessarily have any similar interests or you don't laugh at the same jokes or, you know, maybe they're really conservative and and sometimes controlling and you want to be totally empowered and you want to have your amazing career. Like there are certain generational things that might crop up. However, I believe that we all reach a, a level of development when we're on our spiritual path, when we're on our growth path, where we transcend those cultural paradigms, where we're not beholden to, you know, old outdated notions of where the woman can and can't be, or where we're not beholden to like certain looks or certain, you know, uh, cultural proclivities about what we should date or what we should think. So I think it's important to find someone who is committed, just as committed as you are to a path of growth and development. And the good news is more and more men are into that. You know, five years, I think it was harder to find conscious men. A lot of men are really doing their work and there's a lot of really great teachers that are popping up to help men do their work. So if you're looking for someone who has the right blend of experience and maturity, don't fear. It's it's actually totally possible that you're going to find someone like that, but you have to be ready. You have to have the skills and the connection to your heart and the ability to navigate a lot of different energy. So if you ever feel, and hi, Nicole, thanks for joining in. She says, my first boyfriend was 12 years older and the youngest I've dated was 19 years, my junior. Cool. I think those are great experiences to have. We're going to talk a little bit later about, you know, what comes up when we're kind of moving towards the edges of having big gaps in age. But I was explaining earlier that I think experience and maturity and character alignment is way 
more important than in ages. Um, but there's things to watch out for. Is this person still stuck in cultural or generational paradigms and judgments? Do they want to control you or do they feel curious about you? Are they here to empower you to be your best self or are they trying to get you to fit into their view of reality? Um, so I think I was sharing something earlier. I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, and I think I was sharing something earlier about... Um, Okay, now I really did lose my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so I'll just move on to the next thing. So I find that um, when we are looking at people through the lens of age, we're going to miss out on what they have to offer. So I have met men who are in their 60s that are smoking hot, like so sexy. And it's because I can feel their spirit. I can feel their essence. I can feel their masculinity. And I can just feel like their care. Uh, and then there's men that I've met that are my age that totally are not attractive to me. So I think it's really beautiful to understand like, what are you attracted to? And then how can you adjust your energy? That's what I was going to talk about. How can you adjust your energy and play with your energy to attract and magnetize the right sort of experiences for you for where you're at in your journey of love? So you might be just coming out of a divorce and you might be like, I just want to have some fun. Like I am not super interested in meeting my long-term partner right now. Or you might be coming out of a divorce and being like, wow, that guy was crazy. And and uh, not the best choice for me. I'm so ready for someone who's really emotionally connected and someone who can really see me and cherish me. So it's not always just if you're coming out of a relationship, you want to just have fun. Sometimes you're coming out of a relationship and you want something really deep and meaningful. And just because someone's older doesn't necessarily mean that they want commitment more than someone that's younger. You have to talk about these things in relationship. You can't just have something assumed. Jason and I, my husband, always talk about, you know, make the implicit explicit because otherwise we're just running around with assumptions and expectations and then feelings can get hurt, you know, so much more easily. So what's beautiful as a woman is that you have the opportunity and the responsibility to flow with energy in a deeper way than the masculine can. So traditionally, and we all have masculine and feminine within us, traditionally the masculine is more steady. It doesn't change. It's stillness itself. The feminine is energy. It's movement. It's change. It's being dynamic. And that means that we have the opportunity to play with so many more energies more easily. Men have that same opportunity too. It just is a little harder for them to access if they're more traditionally masculine. So if you've ever felt like, why do I have to do so much work? Like I'm so sick of putting work into dating and I'm so sick of feeling like I've got to twist myself into a pretzel just to attract a guy. Like I hear you. Sometimes it sucks to feel like we have to keep putting ourselves out there and opening our heart and why are we doing our work? And maybe we feel like the men aren't. But as I was saying earlier, hi Brie, as I was saying earlier, there are plenty of men who are doing their work and there is a difference between masculine and feminine energy and feminine energy traditionally is more dynamic and more change oriented. That means we get to play with all these different archetypes, the seductress, the provocateur, the saint, you know, the virgin, the mother, the earth goddess, the fire goddess, the destructive, you know, Kali like goddess. And those might scare you a little bit. It might feel intimidating, but the cool thing is you can be your own alchemist. You can explore these different aspects of energy within yourself and you can see then what you can alchemize with a partner. So hypothetically, if you really wanted someone that was a little bit older because in your in your experience that's been a greater level of maturity or a greater level of depth or a greater level of life experience, again, I think it's more dependent on the person's journey, but just hypothetically, 
then how can you find the opposite of that within yourself? How can you find a little bit of your playful playfulness or your childlike joy or not being naive, but, you know, being innocent and finding more of that innocent energy because typically opposites will attract. Now you want to make sure you have compatibility, of course, but opposites are what is going to create a lot of chemistry. Now you might find someone you have a lot of compatibility with, stay with that person, but get the help that you need to make the energy dynamics. There's still lots of passion. So you might also feel like you want to be with someone who's more like the jokester, the trickster, the life of the party, the guy who is, you know, lights up a room and is on the go and knows how to network and schmooze with anyone who's super charming and really gregarious. Like those guys are fun. Those guys are super, super attractive. And so maybe for you, if that's a role that you typically inhabit, maybe you're a seat CEO or like an alpha female and you're the one who tends to light up a room and work a room and be super charming and gregarious in order to create that chemistry and that polarity, you might need to play with some of the energy that's the opposite of that. You might need to play with someone who's play with the energy that's more demure or more reserved or more like the siren energy or the seductress energy. Um, and I know this might feel like, how do I do that? So don't worry. I've helped lots of women with this and we're just kind of getting started. This is a taste of this and I'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of the video. Um, but to me, it's less about age and more about energy. It's more about the connection that you're creating about the life experience that both of you have had and your skill level in exhibiting and expressing these different types of energies. So one of the most fun things is to see a woman light up to her own unique feminine essence. And that feminine essence is not just one, you know, flat, like shade of color. It's all the different colors in the rainbow because she is all the things in the rainbow. She is all the different colors. She is life and expression of life itself. And so not only do we get to go on this beautiful journey of exploration in order to better understand our patterns of attraction and attract a partner who's a good fit for us, but we also get to go on this exploration simply because it's yummy and delicious and juicy. And so many of the women that I work with, not only are they like, oh my gosh, this is happening faster than I expected, you know, attracting a great guy or getting a promotion at work or, you know, having a different part of their life really unfold, maybe their relationships with their children. Um, but they're also having way more fun. It's like we have been indoctrinated into we must suffer, we must work hard, we must be puritanical, put your head down and just do a good job and people will eventually notice you like, no, I'm done with that. And I think so many women are done with that. We're sick of putting in all these hours and all this effort being not noticed and then being passed over for, for a promotion or for a great relationship or for an opportunity to do something cool with our life, maybe start a business or launch a project or travel around the world. So I get super fired up about helping women and talking with women about these different feminine energies, because believe me, it's so much more fun and it's so much more powerful than just feeling like you've got to stay linear and putting your head down and staying small and maybe, maybe being hidden. So with this age discussion, uh, if you're just joining us, I think it's so much more about the connection and the energy than it is about the specific age, but I do want you to be really aware, like, what is this person open to? What is their mind open to? What are the cultural and societal paradigms or rules that they're living under? How dynamic is their energy? If you want to be playful, can they be playful? If, if you want to be playful and they're stoic, you know, can those rules ever reverse? And, and how much structure do you need from the other person? You know, maybe one of your values is safety and it feels really good to be with someone who's older and maybe more established. However, we have no idea that person who's older and more established, they might get laid off a week from when you start dating them. A woman that I'm working with, she was starting to date and talk to a guy and then he texts 
he texts her and he's like, um, I got laid off, you know? And so she didn't like brush him off or something, but you know, they've still been talking, but it's just, it's a change. Like one of the things she was attracted to about him was his stability. So I personally believe that chaos is the new norm. I think that with technology and everything else that's happening, life is unpredictable. And so I personally, that's why I think the connection, the communication, the values and all of that is a more reliable indicator than something on the surface, like someone's age. But when we do get super far, according to me, super far out of bounds, like I'm talking more than 10 to 15 years, then there can be really big gaps just in life experience. In my experience working with women, once you're above your, your early 30s, age is not as relevant, as long as the other person is also in their early 30s. Uh, the male brain takes longer to develop. Maybe you've heard this. The male brain is not fully developed until it's 26. And so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it just means that someone who's you know, in their 20s might not have the same level of decision-making capacity, might not have the same level of, you know, self-knowledge and self-awareness. They're, they're literally not fully developed yet. However, a lot of times just because their brain isn't fully developed doesn't mean their heart isn't totally developed and doesn't mean their body isn't totally developed. So I'm not suggesting that you should rub the cradle or something like that. But, you know, if you meet someone that's in their 20s and you're creating a great relationship with them, awesome. Like, go for it. I really think that love is love and age is not super relevant, but it is really important that you're aware of what are you really looking for and what creates partnership for you? What provides stability if you're looking for stability? What provides adventure if you're looking for adventure? And then what really lights you up and turns you on and how can you show up to that partnership in a way that's nurturing to yourself, but also nourishing and nurturing to the other person. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free breakthrough to love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.